You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. All right, guys. Happy Monday. Welcome to Monday Moves. I'm your host, Marnie Salop, and I am coming in this week for our weekly Monday Moves episode on the Marnie on the Move podcast. You may have noticed that last week there was no Monday moves. I was down for the count, drinking bone broth, Gatorade, eating Jello. I haven't eaten that garbage since I was 13. And I was basically on a liquid diet, as well as managing high levels of anxiety around essentially fasting, starving, and prepping for my first colonoscopy screening. I watched my partner go through the prep process and she had a horrible experience. This certainly did not help. I also heard the opposite, that it was no big deal. Either way, in my mind, it was going to majorly suck. And I had no idea how I was going to survive the prep, and that was only the beginning. I watched way too many medical dramas and certainly thought the camera would get stuck in my colon and I was never coming out of the hospital. Or that maybe I would have an allergic reaction to the anesthesia which has actually never happened to me or anyone I know. I did not want to come on here and scare the shit out of people. (laughs) Just keeping that part for myself. Now, I'm not a doctor, despite popular belief. I'm also not Katie Couric or Gwyneth Paltrow, so there's no video footage happening. You're welcome. If you are 45 or older, this is usually a screening that is covered by health insurance, and it's an opportunity to get an inside look at your colon, Make sure you don't have cancer, and if you do, catch it early on. I really feel strongly that everyone that can do this should do this. All right, I'm going to break it down from the prep to the procedure to the aftermath and the pre-prep. I'm going to start with the prep. So there are a variety of preps that your doctor may prescribe and that I'm aware of. There may be others. The first one is Miralax, maximum amount of liquid, and I think most preferred by doctors. It's over-the-counter, affordable, easy to find. The next one is Suprep, less liquid, more expensive, not covered by health insurance, and less recommended. And then there are the pills, Sutab or Osmoprep, which are the only two that I know of. It seems easy, but you still need to drink tons of water, and not every doctor will recommend this one. I actually asked my doctor for the pills because I thought it might be easier, and my doctor really wasn't into it. She said they had been recalled. Meanwhile, three other people I knew were taking, were doing the pill prep last week. Go figure. I ended up doing the Sue prep, which is not over-the-counter. It can be expensive, but I found a coupon on GoodRx, and it was absolutely awful, and you have to follow the directions, which is a serious problem for me, but I did it to the best of my ability. Here's how I mentally got through this prep. Essentially, at 5 p.m. the day before, I poured one 6-ounce bottle of solution that I mixed into a 16-ounce bottle of water to be followed by two 16-ounce bottles of water in that same hour. Now, as an athlete, in my mind, this was totally manageable. I drink at least 64 ounces of water a day. I try lots of products that don't always taste amazing. Hands down, this solution hit my gag reflex. I wanted to throw up. I think because of the volume in this time frame, and then there's actually something in the liquid that just tastes so awful, 
the universe was on my side, though, because I accidentally spilled the last ounce or two on the floor. I figured I'd be fine. The next one was at 5.45 a.m. Same deal. Six ounces of the solution into a 16-ounce bottle of water, followed by 16 ounces, two times 16 ounces again in that same hour. And what I did was drink a big gulp of the solution, and then I chased it with water. And I got through the entire thing in an hour and 15 minutes. It wasn't easy, but if I could do it, so can you. And I highly recommend this prep process, the soup prep process, if you can find it. I'm not going to get into the gross details of what happens once you drink that solution, but you can Google it and get an idea on your own. It's not pretty. All right. The fasting was not as bad as I thought it would be. Now, I know on this podcast, I talk about intermittent fasting and I support the practice for a variety of goals. I just personally never fast because I have low blood sugar. I wake up around 7, 7.30. I usually eat around 11. So maybe this counts, but I also have coffee. I drink my athletic greens and I do a few other things, but no food. Anyway, the prep is the worst part. It was really, it was really bad. Prepare yourself. As an athlete, I had a nutrition strategy leading into this fast that involved glucose, honey, maple syrup, which I shared with my doctor, and it's a good thing because I was informed that I could not do this. Plan B, bone broth with collagen, which honestly, I really have never been a huge bone broth drinker, mostly because all of the over-the-counter bone broths are made with onions and garlic, which I can't eat. I'm allergic to allium. So thankfully, Lori made me a really awesome bone broth, and I have a new love of bone broth. Next up, to the hospital and colonoscopy. The colonoscopy center at New York Presbyterian, David H. Koch Center, is one level down from Canyon Ranch. It's like a spa. It's so beautiful. The nurses and staff are amazing. I immediately shifted my mindset from panic mode into chill zone. The procedure was easy and quick. I was out in 30 minutes. I definitely thought I messed up the prep and the doctor needed to redo the colonoscopy because it was so short. I'm happy to report that I have a clean bill of health and I don't need to go back for 10 years. So knock on wood. A few additional things that my doctor didn't really tell me or give me any insight about leading into the prep was how your nutrition and diet leading into the prep need to shift around five days before. Overall, the idea is you shouldn't have high fiber foods, dairy, nuts, meat, and quickly shift your nutrition to easily processed carbs. I'm sure if I talked to my doctor and asked her a million additional questions and the ones I had already asked her, she might have answered those. But anyway, I just Googled it. I talked to a couple of people and it made sense. I have to say that it feels great to know what's going on inside my body, to have an inside look at my health and to know that there's one more thing that I don't have to worry about for a couple of years. As a huge advocate of preventative healthcare, as opposed to emergency healthcare, I highly recommend that if you haven't already done this, which I'm sure a lot of my listeners have, do it. I'm not an expert on the topic. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutrition scientist. I'm just sharing my experience and hope if you are of age, you schedule your colonoscopy and prioritize your health at every age. Health is wealth. Over and out. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram 
and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarnieOnTheMove1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out 